0: Hi everyone, welcome to How to Live, a podcast that explores ways to live a good life. I'm your host Sharad Lal. This is episode 2. Some of us spend years working towards success, to achieve lofty goals. We push ourselves and work really hard, stay focused, make multiple sacrifices. And at the pinnacle of success, it doesn't bring us happiness. It doesn't feel as good as we thought it would. We've seen this with many successful people across fields. Celebs, artists, corporate folks. People who've accomplished extraordinary feats, but are still unhappy. Why does this happen? In today's episode, we look at this through the lens of achievement versus fulfillment. We start with the story of Maya. Maya was born in a small town and had a humble upbringing. She, however, was gifted. Not only was she smart, she was also hardworking. Using all her faculties, Maya did extremely well in school and college and then went to a top P school. From there, she was picked up by a leading bank in New York for her first job. Her salary was more than most folks in that town made all their life. She had truly made it. The whole town was mighty proud of her. It's been 20 years since, and today Maya is a high flyer, running a successful hedge fund. She's got it all. She's married, two wonderful kids, she's written about, an inspiration to everyone. Girls from her hometown want to be like her. Not only girls, The whole industry respects her. She is successful in every way. Then one day, while driving home, after picking up her daughters, Maya loses control and blacks out. She finds herself in a hospital. Luckily, everyone is safe. She's just had a panic attack. This is not the first one. She's been having these quite regularly, but this time she's truly shaken. She put the life of her daughters in danger. She decides to seek help. Working with a therapist, Maya realizes that she isn't happy. There's emptiness and dissatisfaction inside. This shocks her. Her life is awesome in every way. People admire her, want to be like her. How can she be depressed? Does any of this sound familiar? Are there elements you can associate with? In our coaching, we met people in similar situations. Folks gunning it in their careers, extremely influential, having done much better than they thought they ever would, but not really engaged in life, unsatisfied, unhappy. This typically occurs in midlife, when people are between the age of 40 to 45. They question if this is all there is to life. Some say they feel like a cog in the wheel. It could also happen during a crisis, like Maya when she had a health scare or a divorce. Another time this happens is when we face loss, when we lose someone close to us. That's when the importance of life gets renewed. We want to make a difference. We want to make an impact. At any of these stages, folks are drawn towards meaning. They look at life beyond the everyday 9 to 5 and seek something more. The typical impulse in such situations is to overcorrect. We think all or nothing. Some of us say, let's get away from the rat race. Let's go live a simple life in the countryside. Open a bookshop in a hill station. All this sounds romantic. However, it's often moving from one lopsided life to another. It's moving between extremes. Now this certainly might work for some folks. However, a decision as big as this needs careful considerations. We need to ask ourselves, why are we in this state? What should we do? And how should life look like? After this, in this context, let's look at the achievement mindset versus the fulfillment mindset. Most of us grow up with the achievement mindset right from school. We set ourselves targets, goals. We want to get good grades, be part of the soccer team, or join the ballet troupe touring the country. We set goals for ourselves and work towards achieving them. Once we get there, it gives us a sense of satisfaction, respect from peers and family, and this reinforces the cycle. We set newer goals for ourselves and so on. We think this is the game of life. This is the way life is meant to be lived. As we then think of adulthood, we set goals of a high-flying career, a six figure or a seven figure salary, a big house in a cool neighborhood, etc. This is the achievement mindset, working towards achieving something. The key characteristics are it's tangible, we know when we've achieved something, the milestones are external, everyone can see our achievements, and there is positive reinforcement. We get praise. We get admiration. This drives us to higher goals, bigger sacrifices, and the cycle goes on. In contrast, the fulfillment mindset is subtle. It's about values. Simply put, it's living a life in which we fulfill our values. So what are values? These are things intrinsic and important to us. They exist within us. They're holistic across multiple dimensions. Some examples of values are connection, security, freedom, loyalty, intimacy, etc. In a fulfilling life, the purpose of life is to fulfill one's values, to honor them. So if connection is a value for us, we go about building deep bonds with people, we regularly talk to them, connect with them deeply and build that bond. If security is a value, we create a life where we feel safe. There's enough money, there's a community, there's a secure environment. If freedom is a value, we live a life where we can live on our own terms. The game is simple. Design your life in such a way that the values are on it. This mindset is however difficult. Firstly, most of us are not aware of our values. Secondly, even if we are aware, values are subtle, they are not tangible. It's difficult to know when they are being honored. A common example is, we may be surrounded by people attending parties, but we still might feel lonely. Like they say, lonely in a crowd. The bonds may not be deep, It may appear from an optic standpoint that we are connected, but in reality, we are not. The third issue with this mindset is there is no external gratification. There is no admiration. It's all within. We feel good within ourselves. Now back to the problem of feeling unhappy despite huge accomplishments. Why does this happen? For years, this single-minded focus has brought us tremendous success, but it's repressed many of our values. And these values that have been repressed for years and decades cause dissatisfaction, emptiness, and even depression. Since it's not tangible, we're not aware of what's going on. From the outside, it all seems good. That's why it's very confusing. Now, if we find ourselves in this situation, what should we do? Clearly, we're looking beyond achievement towards meaning and fulfillment. It's time to adopt the fulfillment mindset. We can start by looking at our values. In our current life, what's being honored and what's being repressed? In Maya's case, she couldn't recall the last time she had a real laugh. Some of her fondest memories growing up was of silly, funny things she and her friends would do. Fun, silliness, which was an important value to her, is ignored in today's life. Service was another important value. She remembered helping people in their studies. In the early part of her career, she helped people from her hometown with their resumes, career advice, that had all stopped as she gotten busier. There were, of course, a few values that were being honored. Intellectual stimulation, dynamism. But through this exercise, Maya got a sense of where she stood with respect to her values. Now, I understand many folks may not know what's the best way to figure your values. In this talk later, I'll share a few techniques that can help you. Once we've done this value work, it's important to consider practical stuff. What stage of life are we in? Are we single, married? Do we have kids? What are our responsibilities towards the family? Debts we might have? Money? That gives us a sense of where we are from a practical standpoint. Now with all this information above we can start to create a vision for what our ideal life would look like. This is not only a dream, but it can be a practical reality given the process that we've followed. In Maya's case, it wasn't leaving the city or the job that she was doing. She loved the global life. Dynamism, stimulation, it was a big value for her. It was about adding fun to her life. She reconnected with her old friends because she realized most of her relationships and friendships were within work where she couldn't truly be herself. She found friends outside work, reconnected with old ones and started having fun. From a serving standpoint, she joined the board of an NGO and realized with all her experience, she could make a bigger impact and serve. Of course, with all this, some stuff needed to go. She looked at her life and said, I can reduce networking. In many cases, the interactions are meaningless. She also decided to spend less time at work and hired a strong number two so she could delegate. Now, overall, this could have some impact on her career, and she was clear about that. But from a holistic picture standpoint, she gained immensely. So she was very happy with the vision she set for herself. She was happy with the trade-off. In our case, in a similar way, we can redesign our life in line with our vision and then spend the next few months working towards creating that life of happiness for ourselves. There is an important clarification on the achievement mindset that I'd like to get across. This mindset is also useful in many ways, even for maya the achievement mindset got her from the small town to a global lifestyle. And she thrived in the dynamism that lifestyle offered. For folks we've coached, the achievement mindset has brought them to a place where they can actually sit back and then consider options. When we're looking at moving from point A to point B, when we have goals, this mindset is great. It helps us focus on goals blank out everything, and then we can reach our destination with tremendous velocity. The key takeaway is, there are these two mindsets available to us. We can choose which one to use when. The key is being conscious in our choice. Often we are pushed around in life with no awareness on what we are doing, what choices we are making, and what's really going on here. My purpose is to share this framework so we can be a lot more deliberate and conscious in deciding the perfect life for ourselves. Now, if any of this resonates with you, here are two tools that might be useful to you. The first is Wheel of Life. It's a simple tool to assess how fulfilled you are in your life at this point of time. Think of it like in fitness, you have BMI. Think of it as BMI for life. It has eight parameters, which are the fairly common generic values for most of us. Career, relationships, money, etc. This is a self-assessment on how important each parameter is to you right now and how fulfilled are you in each. Going through this exercise, you'll get a sense or what are some important values to you which are not being fulfilled. For more details on how you can do this, please refer to the show notes. All this is in there. Another exercise you might consider doing is a value exercise, an exercise to figure out your values. This will need 15 to 20 minutes. To do this, you'll need a quiet corner where you can sit at peace. Once you find that, close your eyes and think of a time where you were really happy and fulfilled in life. Things were great. Think of that time. Where were you? What was going on? Who all were around? Paint a vivid picture. Write down whatever you see. Go back to the text and see what values were being honored. This will give you a starting point Of identifying your values. If you want to do this a lot more thoroughly, it's good to use the help of a life coach. So that's it for today's episode. This and all other episodes sit on the website howtolive.life. Each episode has an individual page. Please leave comments, we can have a discussion there. You can even leave voice messages. But before we go, let me give you a sneak peek of the next episode. In the next episode, we talk about how when negative events happen to us, we exaggerate and dramatize them in our mind. As a result, they seem a lot bigger than they are. This makes it difficult to handle these events and causes tremendous mental anxiety. The episode focuses on how to deal with this so that we can remove all the stories around the event and focus directly on the problem at hand, which makes it a lot easier to deal with. Please do join me for the next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you haven't already, please do subscribe. Till next time, bye bye and have a wonderful day ahead.